Oh, just, just a... Not bad. No, no, just... Funky, funky. gentlemen, welcome to the RG Podcast Live! Well, that'll do. Man, this just feels really weird. It's been two weeks and I don't think I've gotten all the Ed Fringe out of my system yet. I... I miss getting up really early and going to an empty room for an hour. I'm just glad to be back in Blighty. You know where you, you know where you stand. I miss the rain. Uh, actually, it's, no, it rained yesterday. It rained yesterday. Um, I I miss I I miss going up the seventh floor, then climbing up the last flight of stairs to the room that we were performing Ooh, 87, in. Eighty-seven, eighty-seven point five percent, eighty-seven point five percent of the jury's in. On Jeffrey Street, Edinburgh has uh, access to a lift. The other twelve point five percent do not have access. Fact. Well, for the disabled people, if you got stairs and you've got legs, then you could use the stairs. But who's got those things, right? Well, disabled people do have legs. Disabled people do have legs. Yeah, they have legs. They just can't work them. <laughs> oh yeah, it's just true. Just true. Can't work, can't work the switch. Ladies and gentlemen, um, welcome back after a short holiday. Uh, for... it wasn't a bloody holiday, was it? Well, have you not had two weeks off? I've had two weeks off. I've had kind of two from weeks this, off. Not from this, not from life. <laughs> oh, oh dear. Well, let's crack on with uh, the internet's own Michael Bell. <laughs> well, let's go to Mike's corner. Yeah. Ding. There you go. Found the, found, the, found the bell, you know, it was in the pile of stuff I forgot to take up to Scotland. Yeah, it's a... You, you, you didn't bring your bell, did you? No. You didn't bring your bell to the show. Good. I'm more than a gimmick, all right? I've got more than this. Yes, you sometimes wear hats. Mm. And wear black. You... I... Oh, he did that well. I only wear black. I only wear black. I did yeah. look in my... um. Uh, I did look on the way back and when I was doing my washing when I got back home. I had one, two items of clothing in ten days that weren't black. Mm. That sounds okay. like a record for you. I, I... Yeah. yeah, I was going to say sometimes it's difficult to work out if you're part of this, the uh, the act or the uh, stage crew. I'd like to go camo. <laughs> I like to be sneaky, you know, and people would sort of you know sneak off on people, you know. I'm actually in the show. Yeah, whatever. You're up to- yeah, you're trumped up, roadie. <laughs> Fuck off. I've got I've got an issue. Oh, I say I've got an issue. Um, I was I was having a think about Nando's this week. Um, <laughs> what a, what, fa- what a life you lead, Andy. <laughs> Well, <laughs> Open, opening gambits to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, I was having a think about Nando's this week. Nando's? No one's cloned Nando's yet, have they? What do you mean? Wait, what about... Well, k- oh. Look, okay, KFC. Yeah. KFC, right? K- KFC is the original, the original chicken place. KFC, right? Now, uh, on anyone's high street, Litchfield, Oxford, No London, KFC in Litchfield. Matter. No KFC. No, but I guarantee you've probably got an SFC. We've got a Millennium Chicken. Southern Fried Chicken. So you've got, M- you've got MFC, Millennium Fried Chicken. Mm-hmm. That's just a local, so it's it's just a local kebab, it does, does all. Yeah, but I bet it's called MFC, though. Somewhere on their logo. Nope, Millennium Gar- Chicken all the way. Just Millennium Chicken. Yep. 
was like it's not owned by like Cliff Richard, is it? No, it's just really old and all the food's gone off a sell by date. Okay. Brilliant. Um so we've got here we've got SFC, Southern Fried mm-hmm. Chicken. We've got CFC, which is chicken fried mm-hmm. chicken. I believe. Um we've got um LFC as well. This is someone, someone's name, Larry's Fried Chicken. Or we something. have Ken's Fried Chicken in Oxford. Ah, KFC. Yeah. Again, he's gone with the KFC, ah. but he's changed Kentucky to Ken. It's true. It's good. It's, it's, it's an actual franchise in Oxford. There's three KFCs, Ken Fried Chickens in Oxford. Which wow, me. the guy's franchising. He's breaking out there. That's right. The mind boggles how he came up with that one. Um, mm. But then, but there isn't, there isn't an alternative for Nando's. There's no, there's no, you know, Dando's or... Blandos or Grandos. Would Blandos, no... would Blandos just be like green salads or something? Well, Blandos would be like Nando's. It's like overcooked dried chicken. Which is basically Nando's, yeah. So you'd have Blandos. You could have Grandos, which is um, you know, accessible to the elderly. No bones, for example. The chicken community seems to be cloning itself. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying the Colonel came out with 38 spices and whatever. Um, but no... No one's... Yeah, Nando's is the thing. It's the thing the kids do. They go on their first date, they go to Nando's. Mm. Um, so I don't see why someone hasn't the, had, had the idea of going, hey, let's piri-piri up some chicken and give it a shoddy, nearly name, like Ken Fried Chicken. Wait a second. Um, and, and have your own franchise. Are you thinking what I think you're thinking? I think I'm thinking what you think I may be thinking you'll think That's I am. That's right. RG Nando's. No, you can't have the word Nando's. Uh, I'm not, sorry, RG, RG Perry to... Chicken. Yeah, but they have to be called Gan, RG, Argandos or Argandos. Or... Argandos. Because RG, 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 Argandos. Argandos. I'm, I'm liking the sound yeah. of this. I, you will hit the, you will get the health and safety and food inspector within the first day of opening if you call it Gandos. It sounds like a frying bollocks. Yeah, it does sound a bit like gonads. To be fair. Yeah. No, that's Go Nando's. Go Nando's, hey! <laughs> ah, the takeaway, the takeaway option. Yes. <laughs> but um, I'll suggest that. So that's that was a thought whilst I was driving down Tooting High Street because I've moved house. Yay! Yay! I've and lost my the... goats, and now I live in a like a block of flats kind of thing, on the first floor. In a in a masonette. I learnt this week that I live in a masonette. Yeah, I live in a masonette. Apparently, it's a, it's a two three bed masonette. I don't, I don't really understand. I live in the I live in a three story house on my own. I I, I win all of this. Well, yes, we know that, and and you won't you won't let me live with you. Um, if if anything, you should adopt me. No. Why? The commute would be weird to begin with for your job. Well, that, that that's my problem. Also, you're you're a few years older than me. That's not how it works. Yes, it is. I could be your pet. It could be a pet, Andy. I mean, I would adopt an Andy, but I've got a girlfriend, so that that just wouldn't ever work. Michael Bell, you're in a fantastic position to own yourself a genuine, one of a kind Andy Harland. Yeah, the the only, the original, and the best. Mm. Second best. I'm enjoying your QVC sales pitch. In fact, I'm ca- I'm calling uh, roleplay. <laughs> oh, no. I thought we left this behind. We'll never leave this feature behind because it's so much fun. Roleplay! Friends, have you found yourself waking up in the morning and realizing that you're alone, sad, and desperate for any kind of contact? 
Well, not anymore. Now, you can buy yourself an Andy Harland. Hello! That's right, Andy Harland. He's almost like the real thing. Hello! That's right, with his unique, interesting kung fu grip action, realistic poly, 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 poly skin. Polyester? Uh, polyester skin and realistic straw wig, he will be able to fulfill all of your human contact needs. I'm like a horrible Chinese cheap ripoff, Wurzel Gummidge. Haha. <laughs> uh, why don't you tell us some more about it, <laughs> I, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say it right now. I don't know where this is going. You've got to introduce. You've got to introduce me and sort of, you know, sort of say the. Pr- you got to say the price, and I come in. Oh, really? Only Belsie, this much the price? Industry, no, the industry expert. Yeah, you've got you've got to say the price first, Grax. For just just nineteen ninety five or whatever. <laughs> pick up, pick up, pick up your Andy Harlan today for just thirty two ninety five or whatever. Oh, okay, okay. Pick up your Andy Harlan unit for nineteen ninety nine. But wait. Why not find out more from our expert, Michael Bell? Michael! 19.99, did you say? I wow, did! that is an amazing price. That is, and why... You can why... use him for... Sorry. <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. It's fine. Why right, don't okay. you explain yeah. more about the Andy Harland unit? Well, Grax, you can use an Andy Harland unit for all occasions. Hello! Imagine you're off to work and need to go to a carpool lane. Get to work quicker. Ooh, beat the cues. Dinner parties. They say bring a, bring a friend. You haven't got any friends because you're considering buying Andy Harlan unit. But now, you can bring one along that's almost like a real person. Whoa. You, you have got to, go to, got to go to a wedding? Bring Andy Harlan there. He can hold, he can, his unit can stay there and hold the drinks while you go around and chat at the bridesmaids. Andy Harlan, he really is good for all occasions. He works for women and men. I'll work for anything. <laughs> Don't have a hat stand? Use the Andy Harlan unit. He can carry all your coats and hats. Just nineteen ninety-five. It's a bit cheap. If you order two, you can get two for twenty-five pounds. That's really cheap. Exclusive offer. But wait, call in now and you will get a free pair of Converse's limitation shoes. Absolutely free. <laughs> That's right, kids. You could dress your Andy Harland up like this. You could... You're the model. You don't talk. You're not the sales bitch. Well, this is really <laughs> oh, shit God, for me. No. Though. You carry on. Well, if you if you use the code word hashtag hatch, you'll get it discounted by even further. <laughs> so call today for two Andy Harlan units, nineteen ninety-five. Call now. And scene. So so I had to move. Um the problem with um Edinburgh after Awful Thursday, um when the podcast was described as devoid of wit. Uh, Bell and I hit 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 the town. It's it is a shame, and it, it, it's a basic rule of thumb: just give your fucking balls every single day, every single performance. But no, to be fair, I think you know we were up late with Nick Helm the night before. Uh, we had the tragic pass of Robin Williams. No fucker turned up to the show. It was just shit. So you know, it was it almost like everything that could have gone wrong for us did on on one particular day. Yeah. But then, yeah, Ben and I, so after, I think after Grax's debut stand-up. Oh, this, this was hysterical, actually. This was a case of, um, this, this, for some reason, we were just all a bit depressed because the show had gone down. Mm-hmm. Andy, had, Andy had done a gig as well and was pretty, pretty happy with it, and rightly so. You both did very well, that's well done. Yeah, Andy, I saw an incredible improvement in your material. 
Yeah, I had some. <laughs> oh, it was you a bit more than that. Give yourself more, cre- more credit to yourself. You did a really good job. This was this was hysterical, actually, because uh, Andy and Grax was on the gig. Yeah. And it went very, very well. Thank you. And we, me and Andy were going home. I think we're going to get some chips or something. Yeah. And then Andy, Andy was just had this in this boost of confidence, because uh, this is what you do when you have a gig. You're like, oh, I'm really happy. I'm great. This is I'm going to go and do things. I can take all the And he the just world. turns to me, Mike, we need to go to a club. <laughs> now, <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't I don't know if people have seen us. That is word um, for word, an actual quote. <laughs> it really is. I don't know if people have like looked at, you know, looked at us and seen the pictures and stuff. We're not the clubbing types. You know, if you've heard us speak, we're not clubbers. I'm... We're not clubbing people. But we went to the Vodka Revolution because we thought that that's a good place to start. <laughs> you know, there's bound to be cheap shots and girls with low self-esteem. So we turn up there and there's maybe six people. Oh, if that. And we kind of, we turn up and the, the bouncers like checked us over on the way in. Um, we walked down the stairs. It was like, this, this is dead, mate. This is dead. What, should we leave? Yeah, we should do, but you know, they've, they've checked us in. We're, we're down here now. Should we get a shot? So we went in and got a Jaeger bomb. Andy's never done a Jaeger bomb before. <laughs> this is true. Oh dear. No. And not, oh dear. We so we had a Jaeger bomb which cost four pounds twenty. Oh my god. Four pounds twenty for a Jaeger bomb. Scotland, you rip off. Yeah. It's supposed to be cheap and full of alcoholics. So we went there and we did the shop. And I was like, right, let's find somewhere else. And there was just nowhere. There was no. There was, so we ended up. There was just nothing yeah, at all. We, this place is open. We went across the road to a place. They literally just closed it. Um, mm. We looked at the church. That was a pub, uh, church pub. We went in there. Oh, that was crap. Then there was another one which looked like a club, but it turned out to be like a sixth form. It was like a. It was, it was like, like a weird bookshop, wasn't it? Or something. It was. Like, it was full of. It was just. It was really sweaty. Seventeen year Really sweaty. Yeah. And horrible. Yeah. So then we thought, right, we'll we'll just go to the cow then. Um, and we proceeded to drink till three half three in the morning, <laughs> getting more and more happy, but at the same time more and more depressed. <laughs> and there was my fa- my favorite um, thing of that evening was again we wanted to go. Um, oh, Andy was trying to get me to talk to girls, so I saw this really nice girl, you know, sort of all in black, you know, probably had a band T-shirt on or something, you mm-hmm. know, my type. Um, okay. And she was sitting on a cow. Yeah. I was like, well, where, where's my where's my go-to here? So I, I had <laughs> oh, been going around giving yeah. girls stickers and stuff, you know, mm. as a way of uh, talking to them. Uh, and there's was like, right, she's sitting on a cow. What can I do? Andy turns to me <laughs> with all the confidence in the world. I've got this. <laughs> you got to her and say, hello. Hello. Moo are you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you didn't. I've got another one. How are you doing? Yeah. Oh, How are you God. doing, baby? It's Did perfect. you actually say that? How's it going? No. <laughs> no. We, we, we turned and walked in the other direction after a little while. But we, there was this one time where, again, I felt we found this group and we thought, well, it's half three in the morning. Let's go flyering. The show's only in four hours' time. <laughs> true story. True story. So we went up to this group of girls. Uh, again, one was in a leather jacket, so yeah, you know what I mean. Um, and I was speaking away, and it was going quite well. And maybe twenty seconds later, after Andy had given out stickers, he turns to me, "We've got to leave." <laughs> what did what? you do? <laughs> in the space of about twenty seconds, just giving out stickers, we've got to go. <laughs> I've used my so A material. I'm done. Oh, it was a very <laughs> funny night. Though. I was, my head was really badly burnt on those outdoor heating units. It was really. 
that night was absolutely needed though because the next few shows were brilliant. Yeah, yeah. To be we, got the, we got the pressure out of the way. A little cry behind a skip, and then we were, then we were fine. Which is great because more people actually turned up the next day and the day afterwards. They were filling up the crowd, and everyone. We all gave a great performance, and we all had a good time, and people were actually laughing with us and at us. Yeah, I just wanted to say thanks to everyone who actually turned up to watch us our show. We really do appreciate it, and yeah. we hope you enjoyed the show. Cheers, all sixteen people. You were great. Yeah, you were amazing. And I also want to give thanks to all our guests who turned up from Loretta Main, El Britannico, Tom Mayhew, PDT, Wilfredo. Absolutely brilliant. We really appreciate your time, your support, and and for getting involved as well. Thank you. Thank you. It was so a much. lot of fun. We'll do it, we'll do it again next year, but with people. Fantastic. What should we crack on with? Well, I've got some news that the after after many 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 weeks of uh, oh, we, work being useless. Are we moving on to news? It's back. News. Now, every town has a slow news day. Even in the summer months, especially, there's very little going on. People are on holidays and you know having a good time and being out in the sun. The Literal Mercury has had a spectacular week for uh, slow news, and I moved on to the uh, the classifieds, which are spectacular. This week. What have we got for sale? Uh, okay, Jenny with an eye. <laughs> She's for sale. Oh wow! Alternative. Sensual lady, twenty three, seeks mature, experienced man for no strings fun in the daytime. So she's clearly having an affair while her husband's alive. <laughs> you know? 23. I like, um, what was the the first phrase she used to describe herself? Sensual. Sensual. Yeah, okay. Sensual and lady, so you know she's a lady. That's not her weight. Yeah. Uh, but but specifically, oh, specifically, um, I'll help you. Day t- daytime, not not any other time, because she's clearly so got she's, a husband. She works at Tesco, it's fine. Okay, Christina. Curvy, beautiful, which strikes me as confident. <laughs> 27 years old uh, owns her own home which is very nice, nice. and she's, she's up for seeking um, fun and frolics spelled incorrectly frolics can, like horlicks can, <laughs> then the best, this is my favourite bit of this are you sure it's not horlicks no <laughs> can accommodate all and will answer all messages so she's available basically that's Sorry. her selling point I'll answer the phone can accommodate all I, how big's her house and others things. <laughs> well, that just tells me she's just like a round... Uh, she's a round manatee. <laughs> oh, God. Now, this one, again, I love this one, but it's just... Text. I don't know whether it's typo or just unfortunate, or you've got to pay for the word. So here we go. This is a, this is a lad. <laughs> pay by word. Brilliant. So this is this is a guy called Tony. He's oh, 36. No. Yeah. Okay, so Tony, 36. Right. Good-looking tattoos. No comma. So he's got good-looking tattoos. But nothing about him. Seeking a really nice girl to take out. <laughs> that sounds right. <laughs> Is that real? Yeah, that's a genuine word for word. Can you take a picture of that and put it on Twitter? Yeah. Please. That's I brilliant. It, but yeah. Good-looking tattoos seeks woman to take out. And then bury in the forest. That's, the... that's really <laughs> that is really sinister. You're right. That is fucking dodgy. That. He should have paid the extra two pounds to get the extra sentence completed. And then my absolute favourite, my absolute favourite here. Oh, I'm, so I need a drum roll for this one. This is just beautiful. Okay, ready? And I'm going to blow my nose if you don't mind. Thank you. 
recent gay seeks discreet black male for fun and friendship. <laughs> Last week. Wow. <laughs> recent heterosexual. Wait, before. Recent bisexual. That's just incredible. It is. I've just found out what I am, is what he's basically saying. Recent gay seeks discreet blackmail for fun and friendship. <laughs> found out sexuality one week ago and wanting to give it a spin. So call me. Pretty much. That's pretty much the case. And then there is one final one. Are you a lady who has special requirements? No. Then phone James, 40. Be genuine. As opposed to a robot. <laughs> it's just spectacular this week. Beautiful. And and that's that's my classified ones. There's some absolute beauties in there. Be my lady. Very kind, easygoing, fifty-eight-year-old London male from Nottingham. <laughs> Enjoys books, walking in pubs. Would like to meet a lady. That's it. Walking walking in pubs. <laughs> yeah. That's what? called just buying a drink, isn't it? I can't get in through the door. No, you can't. You, you can't call that a walk. <laughs> that curious feeling. Order a drink isn't isn't yeah. That curious feeling, tender, old-fashioned, and thoughtful. Walton on Thames woman, fifty, would like to find an independent, caring male for good times and great company. Love this romance in the air. Girls' day out. Oh no, bubbly Chessington female, forty-nine, enjoys wine bars. What you mean, like Chessington <laughs> World of Adventures? Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. Hey, you oh, you've Jesus. got connections there, Andy. I, I'm not looking. Oh, but you still got connections. You're in. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Just, just by proximity. You know, you always need. You always need a backup. You know, all, okay, so all goes I know, all these carnies got to go stick in, stick together. You know. Okay, uh, I've got a bit of local news. Humped to death by pet camel. What? Brilliant. Firstly, there's a photo. This is for the Metro. Uh, so it is, it's British news. Um, so it's definitely real then. It's not oh, a yeah, Metro. It's, it's definitely not made up in any it's, way. It's theoretically real. Firstly, they've got a picture on the website. Of a camel uh, underneath with the caption, a camel. <laughs> Good start. Well, you know, it's it's the metro. It's basically a cartoon. You need some uh, some knowledge. <laughs> a randy camel has killed its woman owner after apparently trying to mate oh with her. Oh my god! The ten-month-old animal. She died as she lived. <laughs> milky, milky. The the ten-month-old animal weighing 150 kilos. Uh, knocked exotic pet lover Pam Weaver to the ground before trying to straddle her. How how old was this woman? She... Okay, yep, yep. Husband Noel, who gave the, her the camel as part of her 60th birthday present, returned home to discover his wife's body. <laughs> Mrs. I, Mrs. I Weaver... This, this is wrong. Mrs. Weaver, who has a daughter, was in the middle of cooking dinner and there was a cup of tea on the table. The camel was wandering loose in the backyard. <laughs> The, an- the animal has a history of erotic behaviour, often trying to straddle other species, including their family's pet goat. This is turning into a bit of a zoo. Also, she's 60 and the camel is 10 months old. Eh, bit of an age gap. But, you know, love can blossom, any- love can blossom anywhere, so, you know. He's ambitious. Um, Miss- Mrs. Weaver had a love of exotic pets. The family had considered buying her a llama or an alpaca. But they found that they were too expensive. Oh, so they got the cheap option. <laughs> Did they have a camel in the back garden? No, there uh, it goes. Yes. So it's coming. But camel expert Chris Hill said he had no doubt its behaviour was sexual. Wait, what was his first clue? The fact that there was a huge camel dick driving <laughs> all over the old woman. Try to hump her. Whee! <laughs> 
uh, Mr. Hill, who has been offering... This is a camel expert. Mr. Hill, the camel expert, has been offering camel rides to tourists for 20 years. That doesn't make you an expert on camels. That makes you an expert on camel that rides. That makes you working yeah. in Blackpool. <laughs> With two humps. He's got the hump. Uh, said young camels were not aggressive, but could be dangerous if treated as pets. Yep. Uh, right, Argination time. We are, we are The RG Nation We are, we are The RG Nation Beautiful. A slight deviation from the nation Oh uh, Ooh, we're, we're, I like the rhyming Thank you, we're on JLAG <gasps> The Justice League of the RG Nation Yeah, insert new jingle here Um, Something like, like lightning JLAG J-Lag! Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so, so who decides who decides who's in and out? We all do collectively. Collective? Yes. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna need a voting system for this. Okay, let's see. Uh at Pug Joke, uh new contributor to the podcast. Hello. I'd be able to turn or I'd like to be able to turn cheap cider into chocolate Nesquik. Just to mess with alcoholics. Is that an evil power? Do I mean even even the most hardened of alcoholics is going to notice the colour change. From cider to chocolate. Mm. True, but... And the thickness as well. The yeah, I, that's my concern. It's about consistency. I mean, it'd be good for brittle bones, I suppose, because if they are on the streets, then, you know, it's a tough life. They need the extra milk and calcium. It's but, true. Um... And Nesquik is, you know... This sounds like a supervillain power because it's messing with innocent alcoholics who are just trying to enjoy a nice scrumpy jack. Uh, cider, other ciders are available, and now they've been given this chocolate milk bullshit. I say I park them in the supervillain trolley. Absolutely. Uh, at, at Tom Mayhew, ninety one has been in touch. Hey, it's Tom. Fantastic, Tom Mayhew. One of my f- my highlights of the fringe, listening to and meeting for the first time, really. Uh, and um, his his little five minutes set on the RG podcast live guest edition last week was fantastic. Uh, Tom Mayhew would like the power of love, a force from above, cleaning my soul. Oh. But if he... Uh, hang on, hang on. If he has the power of love, does that mean he, and only he, decides who people fall in and out of love with? Is it is he doing this as initially what seemingly is a nice thing, but turns out to be bad? Turns out to be a bit evil. This could be a sneaky one. You could be walking on the street, happily in love with whoever, thinking, oh, I love her. She's amazing. She's the absolute best person in the world for me. Why wouldn't she love me? Why wouldn't she love me? Zoom! And now you're attracted to somebody else who Wait. works in Tesco's in, in Burnley. I think it was Tom Mayhew's who got that camel all loved up and killed that 60-year-old woman. This is it. This is the thing. There you go. Super villain right there. Cupid. Villain. Villain. It's a, it's, a, it's a nice idea. He's been clever because it's, it's quite a happy thing. Oh, I'll control love. That'd be nice. But no, it could, could be used for dark forces. So we're parking Mayhew in the villain trolley. Villain trolley it is. We're going to put him in rehab. We're going to put him in rehab, actually, because he's got potential. He's a, he's a nice lad. He's a nice lad, but he's... Mm. 
He's not started well. Um, it's not started well. At uh, PDT, the ge- at the Geeky Comic has been in touch. A, a very a very special first time contributor. Thank you, Pete. Yeah, Pete's contributed for us. Not really. No, <clears throat> he doesn't like me. Uh, yes, I'd like the power to know what a girl looks like naked just by looking at her. <laughs> Not for dirty reasons, just to sake curiosity. Because let's face it, we single men spend a lot of time wondering. This way, I could just find out and then crack on with my day. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a power for good. In in power think, of good. I think that's absolutely. a power of good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see any problems with this because he is saving time and making people more productive. Now, okay, so Pete, my question to you, sir, is uh, are you judging a book by its cover there, mate? (sighs) Because ladies come in all shapes and sizes. They're beautiful, beautiful creatures. Um, In the inside as well as the outside. Well, not just the inside inside, but what I'm saying is they look... I wouldn't want to see them on the inside because that's full of guts and bones. Exactly. Um, Yeah. Which would be an evil superpower, uh, but we're you know I mean let's let's not let's not pick our ladies on the basis of how they might look in or out of their clothes. Let's let's go with the personality, guys. Yeah. Now you're. No, I'm sorry. Nah, this is right. It's oh, probably nah. right. It's probably right. Uh, nah, fuck it, Pete. Pete, this is in, and I'm borrowing it on occasion. Pete's in. At boomerang has been a touch. Oh, she came back. Real. I would turn anything into cake. Or cheese of your choice at the touch of my index fingers. Left for cheese, right for cake. That's a good system. I would say put your hands together and make cheesecake at any <laughs> Brilliant. Think, think, think further. You need to think deeper than this. Love, Ambition. I would want her to be a bit more aggressive about it and just sort of, you know, she's walking down the street and she sees, I don't know, a, a dog. Sees, a, she wants to turn to a, sees cake. a dog peeing on a tree without a license. Yep, and then just points at the dog. Cheesecake, and then it Turns becomes it a cake. Cheesecake. What would you? Does call... it become a slice or the whole thing? So if you did like a lamppost, do you get a lamppost worth of cake? Well, remember that okay. that you, you well you're referring to cheesecake. Boomerang was saying she could just turn anything into cake or a cheese, obviously. Mm. So um, it doesn't matter of the size. However, uh, what would you name this superhero? Cheesecake cake lady. Hold cheesecake lady. Yeah. Okay. Uh, at which short, of... short and sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Don't want to complicate things. No. At which of science has been in touch. Ha ha. he's coming to the UK in seven days. Actually, less five days. Um, she'd like to seduce people to death, like the Black Widow. Um... Uh, I'm thinking of Natalia in um, Goldeneye in that one. I'm just Expl- thinking of her. Exp- Stop. Explain the Natalia reference. I'm interested. Uh, didn't she? Wasn't she the girl who had a poison vagina in Goldeneye and would kill people who were having sex with them? No, that's uh, anyone on the top, and she asphyxiated. I swear that was uh, okay. no, no. Natalia, uh, Natalia was the was um, the femme, the femme. You know the the. Oh, she was the one in the cardigan, blue cardigan. Yeah. Yeah, Natalia. Yeah. Oh, okay. Know. Okay, that one from Bond and Goldeneye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, she didn't have a bad fanny. She. She didn't have a bad fanny. I think I was about 10 when I watched it, and she was having sex with people and they died, so I assumed it was poisoned. Bad fanny. Very much like, or, or, or like the film Teeth. That's a very different thing. Uh, okay. And, and that documentary you saw about that spy um, is ongoing. Still? Yeah. Um, he's, got, he's got to be pushing retirement now. That was 20 years back. Yeah, crazy times. Um, who else we got? We've got at Claire Asbridge. She would like the ability to make people's clothes fall off. And 
the ability to make people's brains explode if they're annoying her. Oh, so Professor Xavier uh, powers. Is that, is that not just Pete's? Um, I was going to say, she just wants to team up with PDT on this one. Yeah. Well, no, PDT's power is all <gasps> telepathy. We found PDT a wife. Hello. Ooh. Podcast marriage. Kindred spirit. We haven't wow. had a marriage in the nation yet, have we? Well, I hear wedding vows. Fantastic. Well, that pretty much wraps up this week's RG Nation. We are, we are. The RG Nation. We are, we are. The JLag Nation. Hashtag bacon. Thank you. JLag bacon. Ladies and gentlemen, after uh, galloping all the way to Edinburgh... Uh, the being, loser. Being the defeated loser. twice in battle against uh, what can only be described as, as an individual, uh, an ex-wrestler. Um, We're all individuals, Andy. All right. After being defeated twice in battle versus the loser. wrestler El Britannico, it's the return of Texas, the psychic horse. He knows what your pets are thinking. And in this week's tale from texas the psycho horse it's um has a bit of a dark undertone oh yeah they all do dark arts well this is actually something quite serious and actually could be something that could be let's say needing the involvement of the police so mary cook 71 from lincolnshire oh yeah seeks discreet black female (laughs) (laughs) must have gsoh <laughs> for daytime for daytime fun. Not at the evening. No weirdos wanted. Derek Wax home at Apply box three six one. <laughs> Dear Texas. My husband, Nigel, and I adore our little rescue dog, Cleo. He was badly treated. Yet after more than a year with us, she still wants to kill everything and everyone. <laughs> wow. Dogs, people, cars, birds. Is there anything we could do to make her more dog and people friendly? Okay. Wow. So they don't care about the car damage. Cleo has become a murdering machine. You can see <laughs> bloodlust in Cleo's eyes. I don't think this is a dog at all. I think this is actually a demon. Or a puma. Or a puma. Has, has Cleo killed? Have we have confirmation? I don't know if Cleo has killed before, but... There's nothing here to suggest that Cleo has not killed before. So it's killed. It's so we dog. can we can assume it's killed. Is it just like killing? Is it killing like birds and stuff, or and dogs and people? It's, it's killing other dogs and people. It's and killed cars. other dogs and people and cars. And... We, that's we we can only assume this has happened. Texas says. Cleo says she feels threatened by people and animals, so she barks at them to keep them away from her. You've mollycoddled Cleo because she was a rescue dog, but she needs you to set boundaries for her. Ah, tough love. That's right. Treat them mean. Keep them keen. She's not not flirting with it. (laughs) Uh, Boundaries set for her. Next time Cleo barks, call her over and ask her to sit over your knee. Hold on. Lift up her skirt. (laughs) Sorry, no, she doesn't say that. Hold on. That's the camel, mate. That's the camel. Yes, the camel. Sorry, I got the mistress mixed up. Sorry. Uh, call her over and ask her to sit. Wait a few seconds before making a fuss over her. The pause before See, the reward means she'll she'll associate it with her good behaviour and not the barking. See, this is because it's got... They said they were 71 and they've got a young dog. 
Right. Yes. So they can't keep up with it anyway. It's just a bit yappy. It hasn't killed. It's just a yappy shit of a dog. I yeah. don't know. I like the idea of it killing. <laughs> I like the idea of it being an evil robot dog from the future, but I don't think it is. Yeah. But you're probably right. It is an, um, an old pip couple trying to keep on a young dog. I think that's pretty sound advice because we're trying to tell Cleo to stop acting like a little shit. And just not giving mm. her any attention when she is a little shit, but to reward her when she's a good little girl. Okay. But they also, by... didn't help... they also didn't train it when they first got it, so it's the owner's fault. Yeah. Mm. They're Always lazy. Blame... Always blame the parents. Absolutely. Lazy. Mary says, Texas is right. We have mollycoddled Cleo. Have you not? When she's naughty, we think, poor darling, she's had a hard life. <laughs> Bollocks. Plus, she's so cute and cuddly. Is that word We've... for word? Word for word. She's had a hard life, plus she's cute and cuddly. Oh, God. It's disgusting. We've tried out the distraction technique, and her behaviour has come on in leaps and bounds in just a few days. Ladies and gentlemen, Texas the psychic horse. He knows what he is doing. He knows what your pets are thinking. He knows why and... your pets are killing. <laughs> <laughs> he knows why your pets are killing. That's a... <laughs> Should we do burning questions? My questions bring all the boys to the yard. Damn right, they're burning. My questions bring all the boys to the yards. Damn right, they're better than yours. There's something about damn right. Actually, we're grateful for any questions you send in. So thank you, um, lovely listeners. La 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 la. My burning questions, rather. Okay. At MichaelBall01 has been in touch. Dong. Dong. Aren't peacocks just flamboyant turkeys? Hashtag burning questions. They are sharp, so I'll give them that. They're a bit, they're a bit off themselves. Yep, they are. It's, it's like the pretty girls, and you hang out with the pretty girl, and you, she knows that you like her. You know, obviously know you like her, but she's just there like, oh, and she'll put on something really nice. And then we'll be like, oh, I think I look fat in this. What do you think? And then flutters her wings and stuff. And she's like, oh, you're the most gorgeous creature I've ever seen in my life. How can you possibly be negative about yourself? But she's only doing it for attention. Mm. So uh, I'm, I'm against peacocks is what I'm saying. I, I find peacocks quite tricksy because they can they can fly reasonable. Well, not, not massive distance, but short distance. I was at a hotel once in Guildford. Uh, and I came down for breakfast only to be greeted on the stairs of what was only... Well, it must have been the third floor of this hotel with a peacock in the window, on the windowsill, just staring inward at me. When you say hotel, do you mean barn? No, it was a full-on... It, it was in the country, but it was a hotel. It, was, it wasn't a barn, and the peacocks, wow. the peacocks were in the grounds, but it somehow managed to fly up onto the roof and then onto this windowsill, and it was just the most frightening thing I'd seen. It's like 7.45, because you can't have breakfast in the UK after 8 o'clock, because it's illegal. Um, and it's fucking peacocks there, just like staring at me, just going, yeah, what, I'm a peacock, I managed to fly 30 <laughs> foot into the air. No, what does it matter? They're, they're more flirty, they're like the... Um... Well, maybe it was coming on to Andy. In my head, the peacock has the same voice as the um, caramel rabbit. Oh, Jessica was. Rabbit, Jessica Bunny, yeah. No, not Jessica Bunny, the one from the, the caramel. I, think I, I name know is... which one you mean. Yeah. My name is Jessica as well, isn't it? Is it? Oh. Yeah, so for me, that peacocks are just massive flirts. So they, pro- they probably don't fly at all. Probably the, She's got four or five boys that really are massively in love with her, and they like lift her up on a nice little um, 
seat or something like this, you know, and she's just paraded around like the like the queen she is. Ultimately, I just want to end by saying we're all pink in the inside and we all taste like chicken. Wise words. Okay. Wise words from a confused man. Next <laughs> <laughs> Andy Gilder's been in touch. Hello, Andy. If you DNA tested the entire Jeremy Kyle audience, how shallow would the gene pool be? Hashtag burning questions. <laughs> no more than two inches, mate. No more than two inches. It's less than a five mile commute. That's my favourite question. That's my favourite burning question of the week. That was brilliant. Oh, that was, I love that question. That was my number one question of the week. That's brilliant. That's a very good question. Absolutely. Well, like, you, you win all the points this week. All the points to at Andy Gilder. And that pretty much rounds up this week's burning questions. Thank you very much for everyone submitting all their burning questions. And you too, for people who are listening right now, can submit your burning questions to us, the RG crew. You can do this via Twitter by following us at RGprod, A-H-H-G-E-P-R-O-D. You can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash RGprod. You can even send us emails for more than 140 characters at the email address of rgproductions at gmail.com. Thank you, Grex. My pleasure. Thank you, Michael Bell. He didn't do anything. Yeah, I was here. I was here and I did lots of things in spirit. Uh, before we wrap up the show, I believe there is room for a poem. There's always room for a Mike's poem. Certainly is. Uh, as requested, this week the poem is about holidays. Thank you. Holiday. Celebrate. Holiday. Celebrate. Oh, holiday. It could be so nice. Oh, Madonna, you melodramatic sod. It will be nice. Have a positive attitude, lady. It's not like you spend all your... Bugger. It's not like you spent all your cash going to Scotland and had to spend three weeks watching daytime TV on your Todd while picking up a nasty addiction to cold feet. Yes, Helen Baxdale is very lovely and very attractive, but you've watched four series in six days now. Come on, Madonna. Have some dignity, woman. Take off those Muppet pyjamas. Put on a pair of real trousers. Hold your head up high. The moral is I really don't want to go back to work. That's the poem this week. Oh, God, that's such a good poem. It's not. It's more just an angry um, expression of how I'm currently feeling. I can feel the rage. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, a round of applause in the podcast world for the internet zone, Michael Bell. He writes his own songs, he sings them sometimes too. It's Michael Bell of Litchfield, he's coming to you. Um, I've got a very special song actually for Vlogtober coming up. So, uh, that's oh, that's something I'm going to have to do this year. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's the internet's second own, Grax Bishop. Thank you. Oh, I actually got some applause, but I don't deserve your applause just yet. Save it for next week. Take it off! Yeah, put, it, put it back on. Oh. Oh dear, I'm blowing my nose. Oh. And the person who's blowing his nose and showing his nose demons to the world, it's Andy. Andy Harlow. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Thank you very much for listening in. Thank you for sharing the podcast, uh, retweeting. And you're Episode and, 34 of yeah. the RG podcast. So it's the 35th week of 2014. Our podcast experience continues. We're looking forward to being in your ears as, as long as you'll listen. Um, but no. We're going on the road as well, so come and find us there when we start doing Absolutely, gigs. but genuinely, thank you very much for listening in. Uh, it's an absolute pleasure to burp in your face. It's an absolute pleasure to return 
uh, after our little bit of time off. And we will see you next week. Thank you from me. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.